when we manifest really specific things or people or opportunities, we close ourselves off to the possibility of something more. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another, as always, a fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As per usual, I'm very happy to have you here with me today. And as per usual, again, I am very pumped about today's podcast topic. Since I have kind of told you guys and expressed on social media, through the blog, like pretty much all of my platforms, that I've hit this precipice and my life is really changing and I feel... I've never been more confident that I'm entering into a new, like very truly extraordinary chapter of my life. A lot of people have been asking me about my manifesting techniques, the way I approach manifesting, what practices slash like rituals I use, etc. All these questions around manifesting. And I was actually thinking about this a couple of weeks ago and wanted to do this podcast, but I wanted to give it a little bit more time. And I'm really glad I did because now that I you know, I don't feel like I'm really even entering this chapter anymore. Like I feel like it's it's begun, I'm in it, and so much of my life is just shifting and changing right now. So I think what I want to talk to you guys about, what I I've been really like ruminating with this the last couple of days and thinking about truly what manifesting techniques have worked for me. Cause I'll be honest, like obviously I've tried a lot of different techniques. And when I say techniques, I mean, you know, like journaling and writing down, you know, the life I want in like a present tense and practicing like meditations that are manifesting meditations and even my affirmations. There's just so many ways you can try to manifest. And I think that it's not about the technique. Now, I don't, this might be like a controversial opinion about manifesting, but truly what I believe is I don't think it's about the technique. I think you can use as many or as little techniques of manifesting as you desire, whatever fits, whatever feels right for you, whatever feels aligned. I think it's most 1000% certainly about what you're manifesting. So two years ago, when I started my intentional living and healing journey, obviously is when I kind of started getting into manifesting and then I want to say maybe four or five months into it is when I was I was like hardcore learning about manifesting to the point where obviously I was doing it every day. Two years ago, if you had asked me what I was manifesting, I would have said X amount of clients, X amount of money, you know, financial freedom, a place of my own. I would have I would have listed a laundry list of very, very tangible things, right? All of these things that I wanted. And it's funny too because I have my journal sitting next to me and last year, so not even a year ago yet, and so this is still really relevant. Last November on the 11.11 portal, I did the 111 wishes practice. And as I look at that list, I still can see how much of it I was writing down that were tangible like action items that I wanted. You know, I wanted X amount of money. I wanted to do this thing. I wanted, you know, have these things like literal physical items, right? Things that I could hold in my hand or exist in, you know, like my apartment. And I think a shift happened shortly after I moved here. 
I've been trying to kind of go back through this timeline in my head of when I feel like the precipice kind of started to hit. And I want to say it was after Mother's Day because my mom, when she was here, her and I had a really serious conversation because I was kind of in a really, I definitely wouldn't say dark place, but I was in a hard transitional period, I think. I had gone through so much once I moved here. It was a really big move and it... Although it didn't necessarily actually happen quick, it felt very fast. And then once I got up here, like I was once again on my own and this kind of huge looming fear was above my head about paying my rent, right? Because this apartment was an enormous leap of faith. And then everything happened with my grandfather and, you know, I was trying to help my mom go through her grief of losing her dad. And it was just like kind of a lot. It was a little overwhelming. I was traveling all over the place. It was my brother's anniversary. There was just a lot happening. So after all that happened, I want to say that all kind of settled at the end of March. April was a little bit rocky. I was really still trying to find my way. And I told you guys before, like, I will pound this nail into my coffin till the day I die. I, I thrive on busy energy that's just how I thrive that's how I work my best if I have a jam-packed day I can assure you everything on that checklist is going to get checked off and I will just power through the day right if I only have a couple things I need to do I'm lazy I'm on my phone a lot more I take like longer for my lunches I do a longer workout I go for a walk and not to say that these things aren't healthy but you know it's just I just know who I am and when I'm most aligned is when I'm most busy right So in kind of April, I was going through this really awkward lull period where I was just trying to figure out what structure worked best for me. And then May came around. My mom came up for Mother's Day and we had a talk and she was like, I don't I'm not confident that you're doing amazing yet here. I feel like you're still kind of struggling. And I really gave it some thought and I assured her I miss them very much. It was it was really hard when my mom left from Mother's Day. And I do miss the sense of home in Florida. I definitely did not miss Florida, nor do I now. But I still knew within my, you know, deepest core that this is where I belonged and that this was the right step. I just still, I was still trying to find my footing, right? And after that is when Jess and I had the conversation about the creative studio and I, th- I want to say that was the day everything changed. Jess and I had that conversation. And that is also when my manifesting started to change. Right around this conversation with my mom and then with Jess, I realized, I don't know what triggered this thought. I don't know if it was like a something I saw, something I read, something I experienced, something that happened, or it was just like a subconscious trigger. But something changed in the way I decided to start manifesting. I have been using several manifesting meditations that I kind of rotate through. I do my journaling once a week. Um, I'm sorry, not my journaling. I do my oracle reading once a week. I do journaling daily. I do my gratitude dumps daily. I listen to all of these spiritual podcasts. Like I put in the spiritual work on myself, right? I practice a ton of EFT with my clients, with myself. Like I spend a very good portion of my day on myself. And I remember meditating and I was really freaking out, freaking out about the creative studio. Now, if you guys listen to that podcast, I remember saying to you guys 
that I was really worried that if I launched this business, it would look like or even feel like I was spreading myself too thin. People would come to LaRue and just be like, okay, but what does this girl actually do? Because there's so many options, right? And I I am in the process of a pretty large rebranding of the brand LaRue itself, just to, you know, gain some clarity. But anyways, I remember kind of getting really freaked out. And I wasn't in the best headspace with finances. I was really worried about money and just kind of paying my rent and making sure I was on the right track. And I also remember telling you guys in a previous podcast, I promise I'm getting to my point soon. I remember telling you guys in a previous podcast not too long ago that there was a time after I moved here for a pretty good portion of the time where I would sit down at my desk in the morning and I would start having these like panic attacks or just like panic moments where I just wasn't sure how to start my day and how to go about it because I wasn't busy enough. And I was, I did my morning meditation and I remember fearing sitting down at my desk. I was like, I know the moment I'm going to sit down, I'm going to start panicking. And I did. And I had a huge panic attack. I got really, really emotional, started hyperventilating. I was hysterical. And I remember, I remember sitting on my couch and thinking, I just cannot do this anymore. Like I took this leap. I did this. I can't, I cannot put myself through this every day anymore. Like I've got to figure out what's going on and I've got to find a solution to whatever this problem is. I closed all my work, which I had barely just opened. I laid down on the floor. I got my heart rate under control. I did one of my really long meditations and I remember crying while doing it. I'm like, my heart rate is at a normal pace now somewhat. I'm on the floor. My eyes have been closed for several minutes. I'm in the middle of my meditation and I just remember feeling the tears falling. I thought to myself, what am I doing wrong? Why are the manifestations I've been working on manifesting for so long still not coming in? And I thought about what I was manifesting. And then like so much of the content I'm sure we both consume that talks about spirituality and the intersection with manifesting, it's not about the manifestation itself. It's about what you think it'll bring you. So if you're manifesting money, you're also manifesting financial freedom, peace, you know, less stress, whatever, uh, travel, whatever you're trying to manifest. And I thought about where I didn't feel the emotions that I thought the things I was manifesting would bring me. So success, pride, again, financial freedom, freedom itself, peace, peace of mind, things like this. And I was, once I kind of got myself truly under control, you know, no more crying and stuff, I realized what, you know, I had that kind of fear that I think we all have when we're manifesting. Like, what if I do get these things and they don't bring me the emotions that I'm actually wanting? Like everyone in this world wants nothing but peace and freedom, right? Like that, when it comes down to it, we want to be happy. We want to be at peace and we want our freedom, right? I realized maybe instead of being so utterly specific about the manifestations, what if I just started manifesting emotions, Because if you manifest emotions like freedom, peace, and you're thinking in regard to money, your spiritual guide, your universe, your higher power, your higher source, your whatever the heck you want to call it, is going to hand you those emotions and they will be a result of non-specific manifestations. 
And I really, really, really want to stress this to you guys based on what I told you in last week's podcast that I have been afforded an incredible opportunity that I was absolutely not at all specifically manifesting that quite literally fell into my lap. And now as a result of this opportunity coming, I cannot express to you how much success, pride, excitement, happiness, freedom, peace I feel with this manifestation coming in. It was because I think that I was manifesting those emotions instead of manifesting a specific scenario or situation or saying, I want X amount of clients that's going to pay me X amount of dollars. And this is like, instead of creating like this exact picture that you want to unfold, I think choosing specific emotions to manifest and allowing the universe to hand you them in whatever way possible. Because let's be honest, I think what's the most, honestly, like the most exciting part about trying to manifest emotions rather than a specific scenario is you are giving the universe complete creative freedom to hand you those manifestations in whatever way it thinks is best. I used to really be like a very, very specific manifester. And if you guys aren't familiar with this, there are non-specific manifestors and very specific manifestors. And I used to think that it was definitely better to just get as specific as possible. And a lot of the podcasts I would listen to and a lot of people I would listen to that would talk about this and books I read would say like, if you're, you know, imagining or manifesting a home, like buying a home or an apartment, take the time to like literally manifest exactly what it looks like, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I still do that for a lot of scenarios and I'll write down, I'll take the time to like journal about it, but that's not what I'm going to do every single time I'm manifesting. I am hinting to the universe, hey, these are the things I think I really, 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 really want. But if I'm manifesting happiness and you hand me a scenario that was so outside of my imagination, but literally changes my life, doesn't that sound incredibly exciting? The, the idea of the unknown, but allowing these emotional manifestations to come in in whatever way the universe feels it's ready to present you with. When we manifest really specific things or people or opportunities, we close ourselves off to the possibility of something more. And as you guys know, in this conversation, and I kind of hinted at this at last week's podcast too, in this conversation, the idea of manifesting, the idea of getting everything you want, it comes with the understanding that things can always get better. You're never going to hit a cap that like, okay, it's just, this is as good as it's going to get. And I can never experience like a new exciting emotion about, you know, something new coming into my life, right? We live with the concept and understanding that things can always get better, which is why we also need to release and let go of the belief that, okay, I'm so happy now something crappy is going to come in to change this. So I better embrace it. You should always embrace the present, but not under the, I don't want to say toxic mindset, but harmful mindset of believing that something will come in to make it go away. And when you manifest non-specifically, I think you're giving yourself so much more emotional freedom to experience these emotions that you are manifesting and you're giving the universe such a beautiful creative freedom to hand you these emotions in ways that you're likely not even imagining, right? And another example of this that I want to stress to you guys isn't even just 
this opportunity now that's come into my life. But for a really long time, and I, I mentioned this in my blog too for my 25th birthday, for a really long time, I have been trying to manifest like a very specific friend group, a group of friends, a group of women who surround my life, who support and love me unconditionally, who celebrate every win and are there for all of the losses. I have had intermittent best friends. I've had, I have a best friend from college who I love and adore, but she is, you know, not in the city. I have my best friend back home, Megan, again, not in this city. And I share everything with these women. But I've never had that group of friends that are all close with each other, like never in my life. And I've always wanted that. I And that was something I knew I was going to prioritize moving up here. I really wanted a solid group of friends, girls, women that I could trust unconditionally that I could share everything with without judgment. And that's come into my life. I have a really amazing tight-knit group of friends that I love and adore. And I think I realized I was starting to create that friend group pretty recently. I want to say like within the last two months, maybe early July, or I'm sorry, early June. I realized once I started manifesting emotions I feel like my subconscious became more observant to where I was already feeling these emotions so I could embrace them more. And when I was with all of my different friends, I was starting to realize truly how they made me feel. Like being around them, the idea of going to see them made me excited. It made me happy because I love them so much. For a while, what I was manifesting was, like I said, a very specific group of friends. But then once I opened myself up to more... And I kind of just manifested like friend, like what I'm what I'm saying to you guys, friends that make me happy, friends that support me, friends that I can support, friends that I love X, Y and Z. And I started getting really specific on the emotions rather than like the, I don't know, actions or group itself. I realized what I'm manifesting is something I pretty much already have. And it was a really exciting manifestation especially one that came to a a really big realization that I had it over this last weekend uh I'm recording this still pre-Greece so the next podcast you guys hear will be after my vacation but a couple days ago was my like big friend celebration for my 25th birthday and it was truly an extraordinary day like there has never been a group of people that has made me feel more special and it truly felt like they were so excited to celebrate me. And that was just such a such a warm, like heartwarming feeling. And it was incredible. And I just feel so blessed to have manifested them. Anyways, getting back to the actual podcast. My point in this conversation is that I think non-specific manifesting where I'm at now with my life and, you know, the kind of transitioning into this new chapter, I think I've realized just how powerful it is because when it comes down to it, like if we're really being honest, yes, you can manifest a certain amount of money. You can manifest a very certain house. You can manifest a very certain job. But at the core of all of those manifestations 
are emotions you are trying to manifest. You're manifesting a specific amount of money because you don't feel financial freedom now that you desire. You're manifesting a specific house because you don't feel happy, you don't feel at home, you don't feel comfortable in the home you have now. These are the things that we all want. We want comfort, we want love, we want adoration, we want peace, we want freedom, we want financial stability, we want X, Y, and Z. You can make specific manifestations that you believe will fill in those But here's the fear that comes with manifesting that I know we've all experienced. What happens if that manifestation comes in and you have the tangible thing you want, but the emotion isn't fulfilled? What happens if you get that dream job and it makes you miserable instead of happy? I think opening yourself up to the possibility of manifesting emotions and allowing the universe to fill in the blanks for you gives us so much more power, gives us so much more freedom and offers such a such a greater excitement to what is to come. Because if you, like I said, for two years now, I have been manifesting pretty specific things, right? And if you start manifesting, let's just go with a house, right? And you start nailing down exactly what it looks like. You, you know, the color of the cabinets, the color of the wall sconces you know the color of the ceiling the color of the walls you know exactly what all your furniture looks like you've just got this nailed down to a t right i think at some point we start changing that manifestation and we start getting it bigger and bigger in our head and it it gains a lot of momentum and power i think at some point we are going to lose what it is that manifestation actually is which is the emotion and if you give a manifestation too much power in its tangible sense I think you're taking away the opportunity for it to fill in the manifestation that you're emotionally trying to fill when I was getting really specific with my manifestations even as soon as I would say yeah like March or April one of the really big things I was manifesting was luxury clients like high-end high-valued high-ticket high-paying clients and that wasn't coming in and I was wondering why and once I started working on the emotional aspect of okay like I, I think a good exercise with this is look at the manifestations you've been really trying to bring to fruition into your life the specific ones and then you know make like a two column piece of paper write down the manifestation write down the specifications of it And then in another column directly next to it, write down all of the emotions you think it's going to bring. And I'm not talking about like, this will make me happy. Write down why it will make you happy. Like get really specific about the emotional aspect of it too. And then ask where you're missing those things in your life now. So it wasn't the luxury clients that I was missing. What I wanted, what I thought that would bring me, and now what this new opportunity is going to bring me is a really strong sense of pride, a a sense of really huge accomplishment like am I scared yeah am I scared of failing of course but I'm going to be working with very high ticket women who aren't even really entrepreneurs anymore like they're established business women they run teams they run high seven figure businesses like these women aren't messing around they're going to come to me and say I want x y and z and I better fulfill and go above and beyond x y and z Is that intimidating? 
Hell yeah. (laughs) Very. But when it comes down to it, do I think I can do it? Absolutely. And now, not only have I manifested these luxury clients that'll come, but it's the feeling of pride and the feeling of success and the feeling of holy fucking shit. I am a badass. Like I'm, I'm 25 and I'm working with these clients who are featured in Vogue and Arc Digest and like the biggest names in publication out there. Do I feel like a badass? Let me be very clear. Hell yeah. Hell yes. I cannot stress to you enough how much I wanted that manifestation to come into me. And now it has. I have manifested a feeling of great success and great accomplishment. And it's not out of nowhere. I worked my ass off. And if this manifestation had come, I want to say maybe four months ago, I would have felt such an overwhelming sense of imposter syndrome because I was manifesting the clients rather than realizing my worth, realizing my value and manifesting the emotions that came with that. I know my worth. I know my value. And and like equilibrium to that is that feeling of success, is that feeling of pride, is that feeling of I am worthy of these types of clients. And now with this coming in, again, I'm human. Of course, I feel scared. Of course, I feel a little bit of imposter syndrome. Of course, I feel the hard things. But the good things that I feel, the success that I feel, the pride that I feel more than outweighs those emotions. And I am completely and utterly confident in my ability to blow these clients away, blow them out of the water. And that is also to speak to the confidence that I've been manifesting. I've been working really hard on getting very intimate with my with my self-value and my self-worth. I've been working really, really hard to understand not only am I inherently worthy, but where do I feel the most valuable? Where do I know I can make a difference in people's lives and in people's businesses? Which is why I think the creative studio was such a smart and empowering decision for me because the business coaching aspect of it, the design aspect of it, the branding and marketing aspect of it, I feel so at home in and so confident in. And that's what I've been manifesting. That's what I've been trying to get to. It wasn't the manifesting the creative studio specifically. It wasn't manifesting one very specific client. It was opening myself up to authentically feeling the emotions that we all desire. Again, confidence, worth, value, success, pride. Those were the things I wanted to feel. And it took me a long time to realize where I was creating this disconnect because I was so specific with my manifestations and I was manifesting them so hard to the point where I think I I wasn't giving the universe the opportunity to afford these opportunities to me that I was manifesting something that I didn't feel worthy of. When I let go of the specific manifestations and I just started working on the emotional aspect, I started to feel those things a little bit more every single day. I started to feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more successful, a little bit more worthy. And now look at where I am. The manifestations that were specific, so many of them have come into my life or are coming into my life. Not only do I feel worthy of them and feel like I deserve them, but they're continuing to empower me. They're continuing to 
embolden me to have bigger dreams, to make bigger manifestations, to get even more comfortable in the emotions I have always desired. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I have been kind of wanting to talk about this for a while, but wasn't sure which direction to go in. And now with me leaving on this trip and my birthday and just like everything I talked about in the last podcast, it felt really right to make this podcast. And I am happy to do more on manifesting. I know that when I had Haley on the podcast, that was kind of what we talked about, but that was so long ago. She was my first guest. That was 20 episodes in. This is now episode like 67, I think. And, you know, it's not, it's not something I'm learning about anymore. Of course, I'm, you know, always going to be learning about this kind of stuff, but I feel very comfortable with this conversation now. And I feel comfortable telling you guys how I manifested because it feels so authentic and how I'm continuing to manifest because it feels so aligned and it feels good. So this is finally the last podcast I'm recording before Greece and before Italy and before Croatia. I'm so pumped and I love you guys all so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls post 25 when I get back.